Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs, where business expert and success coach Kelsey Matheson teaches you how to massively grow your business, navigate the mind drama that's holding you back, make more money, and acquire the skills and confidence to become unstoppable. Hello, hello. Welcome to Unstoppable Female Entrepreneurs. I'm Kelsey Matheson, and this is episode number 59. This is part two of an interview I did with Heather Elaine. Heather Elaine is a client of mine. She's in my mastermind, and we also work together one-on-one. And Heather Elaine is a transformational wellness coach who is on a mission to help more women become more empowered and more embodied with her programs. She is amazing. So if you haven't heard part one of this interview, then check out episode number 58. That's part one. But today we're going to talk about money mindset. We're going to talk about raising our standards as entrepreneurs. We're going to talk about following our gut instinct as we build our businesses and so much more. So enjoy this interview with Heather and I'll see you on the flip side. So as you've built your business, I would love for you to talk a little bit about, you offered online classes, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, then you created a membership, then you had group, you've also done retreats, and I know the pandemic kind of threw a bit of a wrench into the retreats, but you're back to doing retreats now. So what was the journey of like the evolution of your offers for those women who are kind of like, what do I offer? I have this, I have that. I don't know if I should do this. Should I continue to do that? So I think again, the pandemic for me really changed things because it used to be, I would go teach classes at different studios or at Cal Berkeley. And that was it. That's all that, that really existed. And then retreat started for me about six years ago, because I just had this idea of like, I love vacation. I sometimes will work out during vacation. Sometimes I won't. I usually go with a bestie, which is great, but I miss that sense of like bigger girl time. And so I was like, huh, I wonder if anyone would be interested from classes. And sure enough, they were. (laughs) So um, I just kind of was like, this is what we're doing. I'm going to figure it out as I go. And some of that vision is still the same six years later. It's like, there's always mindfulness, there's always meditation, there's always yoga, there's always dance, there's always strength, there's always laughter. And then the coaching part kind of got added in because that has become a bigger focus in my life. It's like, how do you look at the underbelly? Think of it as like the curiosity and the compassion with the harder stuff, right? And then when everything shut down, everything was online. And that's where the program stuff started to come in a little bit more of realizing like, this is great that people are working out or dancing or doing yoga but there's so much more movement helps to a certain degree, but it's like, how can we dive deeper? How can we actually get to the root of some of these things? And so I started by offering a three week program and it was literally meant just to be three weeks. (laughs) And the ladies that were in the group, you know, some of them were like, that was great. I got exactly what I needed. I just needed that little kickstart to get things going and now I'm good. But most of them said, well, that was great, but we're not done. Right. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll just, I mean, it kind of almost started on accident. You know, it was like just kind of following the lead of what they said that they needed. And it started out more around nutrition and workouts. And then it was like, oh, people are having a hard time. Like, how are we going to talk about these things? 
And so it was this opportunity for me to really dive deeper into coaching, reading lots of books, anything from Brene Brown to Elena Aguilar is an educator, but she has a book about developing emotional resiliency. So like, how do I gather up resources and follow what the group needs? And some of these ladies have been with me the entire time, which is, is it two and a half years, I think we've been doing this. So that's the biggest thing. And then, you know, I do a little challenge here and there because what I realize is that people go going from like not having support to like, Hey, be with me for three months or six months or a year. It's like, (laughs) and I just think I said this to you the other day where it was like, when I first signed up to do one-on-ones with you and it was a six month commitment, initially I was like, if you'd said a year, I might've been like, Ooh, I don't know about that. Right. But you know, after probably the second, third session, I was like, I'll, I'll sign up. Can I get a lifetime subscription? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why would hesitation? So I do think about that with my offers too, of like, how do you get people to say yes to themselves? But if they don't know what it is, sometimes it's hard or if they haven't experienced what the magic is of working with you. It's hard. You know, sometimes I'll do like a five free day challenge. Sometimes I'll do a three week program. So I've been trying to see what works. And um, you and I had this conversation the other day of like, sometimes it works and you do it again, it doesn't work. Sometimes it doesn't work. You do it again, it does work. So it's really trying to bring for me as like, how do you let go of the personal attachment of it? And just be like, what do people need? What's working? How do we figure this out? And sometimes that makes me feel like I have a lot of offers. (laughs) But what I will say is that I just find that it's easier to kind of follow my flow of the energy in still a structured way. But it's like, this is where we're going next. This is what I need to offer next. This is what's happening next. This is what makes sense next. There are different offers for sure. Classes are great. You're not going to get the soul work, but that's one possibility. Doing a shorter program gives you a flavor of like, you know, what does it mean for me to be your coach? What does it feel like to receive support? What does it feel like to be in a community? And then my bigger program and retreats are like where the beautiful soul work really we get in there with laughter and some curse words and <laughs> all the things. All the things. I love that. So when you are kind of ebbing and flowing within what you're offering your ladies, do you feel like it's a mixture of your gut instinct and feedback that you're receiving from them? Does one way more than the other? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, totally. Well, I think it's an interesting thing to balance the two sides. And I think that we all have the capacity to be more structured and the, and the capacity to be more flowy. You and I talked about this at the very beginning of our coaching sessions and identified very quickly like, oh, my dad is the like most structured person I've ever met in my whole life. And my mom is like super flowy. So for me personally, it, it feels very interesting to have the combination of both of them because they almost feel like if it's a continuum, I kind of go usually one more or the other more. And then the other side is like, but wait. (laughs) (laughs) So you have really helped me to find a nice balance of the two. Cause I do think the balance is the best, you know, like if you're so rigid and you're planning that you're not allowing there to be room for like, Oh, let me throw together a six week coaching program within a week because that's what's needed or not having anything planned. And then being like, I have no idea what I'm promoting right now or what (laughs) my offer is or, you know, so there's got to be a nice little mix of the two. And I think that as I become more aligned in my day-to-day and my practices, and again, I think that the one-on-one coaching has been imperative to that for me 
to come back to my center faster with business stuff, that the duality feels less at odds because I know that we're thinking about my business together and making decisions from that place, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And again, it's a, it's a practice. And also when you are surrounded by, whether it's a group in the mastermind or you're working with somebody one-on-one, then you have that support of other eyes yeah. to catch you going, oh, well, wait, did you see this? Did you look at that? What about this? And then kind of bring you back from one side to the other or somewhere in between if you're being way too structured or if you're just like, oh no, and you're over here and you're like, well, let's maybe try and find a balance that can work. And also not only serve you as an entrepreneur, but then also serve your clients. I think being able to have that flexibility of going from flow to structure and dancing within that. Now, now I'm having this image of your parents dancing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about that is my mom loves to dance. She comes to every class I teach. Yeah. Um, we did a full moon dance party last night and you know, she was the first one there ready to dance. But my dad apparently danced with her when they were dating. And as soon as they got married, that was it. <laughs> he was like, nope, no more. No more dancing. <laughs> Oh, dad. <laughs> well, at least your mom still gets her dance on with you. So there yes. you are. Okay. So I would love to talk about a mindset shift that you just experienced recently about changing your standards. I got that voice memo from you and you were like, so I've been thinking, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Can you tell us a little bit about that shift for you? Absolutely. So as I said, I started doing retreats about six years ago and initially would kind of price them out and be like, okay, what's the food? What's this? What's my teaching rate? All of the things that worked fine, you know, like it's all good. And then as I've kind of moved on and thought about all the moving parts, there's so many components to there being a retreat that's successful and everything from the pre-planning of the correspondence with the place back and forth to now I have guest teachers that are with me. So like, there's just so much before it and then getting yourself ready for the actual retreat itself and then the processing and the things that go after. So I was finding that initially I was kind of looking at it as like, okay, I'm doing it for three nights. I'm getting paid for three nights and that's it. Very happy with what I made. And when I did this last one in particular, and I think it's a lot of work that you and I have also done around money mindset. And I started thinking about like, well, actually, Heather, like, it's not just the retreat, which in of itself is one thing. But like, let's think about the fact that you're paying people to guest teach, you are having to get subs. So like, when I'm not teaching for Cal, like, if I don't work, I don't get paid. So all the things that are going into the equation, when I actually looked at the amount of hours that I was spending getting ready for the retreat, doing the retreat after the retreat, it was like, I'm making like minimum wage. <laughs> like, yeah, or probably less than even. Crazy, which is crazy. As I said, there's just so many moving parts. And so I had this moment during this particular retreat where I had 18 of us total that were coming and I was very happy with that. And I looked at the numbers and was like, okay, that's great. And I really wanted to push for a few more. This is kind of leading into another story there. And I was like, but no one else is going to come. And anyway, well, you and I went through some stuff of like, <laughs> you're going to actually keep offering it because you're going to change your brain, which was beautiful. And it ended up being the perfect group. Everything was wonderful. So I'm really glad we did that. And when I was going through it, okay, like this is my number of what I made. And when I took some time before the retreat to have a couple days off before I did it, 
I was just sitting with not only the amount of work that it had taken and that the retreat hadn't even started yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just to get to that point. And then also thinking about how women's lives are being changed. Yeah. We're being transformed and getting that feedback and hearing from them, including our uh, starting circle. One of them was just like, my life completely changed from the last retreat. Wow. And so thinking about it from that standpoint of like, Heather, like, not only do you have to think about the little parts of not making minimum wage for doing the work <laughs> that you're doing after all these years, but also the effect and the impact that you're having on people, like your teaching fee of what you're putting on there, it needs to be at least doubled. You need to be making at least twice. And again, like I think the conversations that you and I have had around money mindset were part of this shift of like, let's like actually be really real with what you're worth. Yeah. Because you are offering so much value. Yeah. Right. And we want to see that reciprocated so that you are getting paid what you're worth. And for the amount of time and energy that you are investing into this retreat to make it transformational for these women. And I think so there's money mindset, but I think there's also what was also so powerful about witnessing this was that you took a full day before anyone arrived just for yourself. Listen to this, ladies. <laughs> so <laughs> Listen to this, right? We need to take this time for ourselves. I call it thinking time. You need to take that time because I wonder if you just been go, 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 go right up until the ladies arrived, you might have not had that realization of, oh, wait, if I just actually sit and think about all of the hours, all of the energy, all of the time put in, and this is even before the retreats even started, and what I'm actually earning huh, doesn't add up <laughs> Yeah, I need to set a new standard for myself. And that makes a lot of sense. But I think money mindset work, but also taking that time for you to actually have that moment to have that realization is powerful. To be honest, I think that what I noticed is that the women that come, regardless of my own internal experience with like, oh, I got to do these things. I got to do those, you know, all the things, the hummingbird energy that happens when you're putting all the moving parts in motion is that the women were having really beautiful experiences, profound impact. But internally, I was also a little like, oh, yeah. gotta get all the balls, all the balls. And I'm glad that you pointed that out to everyone. It's just like, sometimes when you take that pause and that sacred space for yourself, yeah, you get to not only have these big revelations of like, oh, change, you're about to upgrade and up-level yourself here. Mm -hmm. We're gonna level up, it's time. That happened, but also like, my relationship with leading the retreat, I was able to stand more fully in my center to be able to teach and be with people and have conversations without as much hummingbird energy of like, oh, did I get all the things ready? It's like, no, you're ready. Yeah, that's beautiful. And you were also going to, you told me as well, we talked a little bit about this because you didn't do this the last retreat. You're going to take time after the retreat as well. Yes, totally. I jumped right back in the next morning. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> compared to like, taking the time off beforehand, I was like, whoa, you missed something there, boo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to plan it forward for a little different next time. So yeah, taking that information, capturing it, reflecting on it with you. And then how do we make it better the next time? Yeah. What worked? What didn't? What can we do? Yeah. Better next time. What can we incorporate that did work into next time? What are my standards that I'm shifting? Yeah. And then all of a sudden and you're like, and I'm going to do another one in January, which hadn't been planned. Right. And just having that flexibility to be like, let's do it. Yeah. 
So good. Oh, so tell us, when are your next retreats? Tell all the ladies who need to do this for themselves because they're entrepreneurs and we get overwhelmed. We put everything, you know, ourselves on the back burner. How can (laughs) this is perfect for entrepreneurial women? Yes. Well, the next big, big one is actually at Anamaya. I'm so excited in Costa Rica. I think everyone probably knows that that is your, yeah, my retreat center. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone who's listening. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't, I own a retreat center in Costa Rica, Anamaya Resort, and Heather is going to be hosting a retreat there in April, 2023. Yes. I'm so excited. And it's already halfway full and I have barely done any talking about it. It's just letting the people know that went on the last retreat that it's happening. And then people are just like, (laughs) yay. So super, super exciting. Um, I do have another retreat that's coming up at the end of January here in California. It's a smaller retreat. It's going to be for the ladies in my program first and foremost. So there might be some spots that will be open and left, but that remains to be determined at this time. (laughs) Right, right. And that happened just because the people from the last retreat were like, we need another one of these before Costa Rica. Like one of the feedback forms is like, how can we improve and make things better? And it was really like, have more of them. (laughs) (laughs) So that came because it was following the flow or the lead. I was like, oh, no, no, that April's the next one. I was like, oh, nope. And the universe came through because you, I remember you said, oh, there's this availability at this resort that I looked into. And I was like, come on, the end of January now, like most places are booked up for the next year. And the fact that they had availability, I was like, yep, that's the universe having your back. And you listened to your clients and boom, there you are. Another retreat. Yes. Amazing. So where can people find out more about you? And of course, I'll have the links in the show notes. But uh, tell us all your deets. <laughs> <I'm a> deets. <laughs> so website, I always feel like is the best thing to get an idea of everything that is being offered. So my website is heatherelaine.com. I have a Facebook group that is a private group, which I really love because that's where I like to share some of my juicier stuff. So you know, I might share a random story about dating. It has to do with wellness in some shape or form, <laughs> but I like that it's a, it's a group of all women, super fun group, you know, lots of quotes for inspiration, deeper questions to get you thinking about your day and your week. It's just a super fun, a fun group to be a part of. And what's the name, the name of, did you say the name of your Facebook group? Mindful Movement with Heather Elaine. Make sure you check out that. And I'll also say for the women who are listening, who also want to see how a Facebook group is well run, just to give you a shout out there, I would say sign up for inspiration there as well. Not only is Heather amazing and all of you should join her group because of what she does, it's going to help you as you grow your businesses for sure. It'll help support you in so many ways. But I think also just to get inspiration, a lot of people are very confused about how do I run my Facebook group? Should I have a Facebook group? If you're feeling a little overwhelmed or confused about that, I think you are a brilliant example of how to run a very well-engaged Facebook group. Well, thank you. Yeah, initially it was just for folks in classes and then it got so huge. And actually you and I, I'll give you a shout out on that one because I went through a phase where I wasn't using it as much. And I was like, what's the point of having this group? Like I have all my Facebook friends and that's usually where I do most of my offering. And um, you really helped me to 
kind of notice like, okay, what do I want this group to be about? And funny story about dating, right? And someone <laughs> noticing that I had, yeah, dated. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh no, we need a personal space to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so just you know, shifting to be like, okay, like, because my focus is women, I'm going to actually delete the men out of it and have it be a space for women. So I can really, I mean, I'm authentic on my personal page. Absolutely. But it's like, we just we get to be a little juicier with what we talk about a little bit more real with stuff. So thank you for that little shift and al- allowing me to remember like groups can be really powerful. So powerful. And you can change them. Like, I think that's also a great lesson of like, oh, but it was for this before. And now I, you know, I went kind of, I've shifted my model or shifted my business. And you were like, yeah, I have. And now I'm just going to delete all the men. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and it you know, it wasn't the end of the world. We had talked about this, but you talked in the group about like, this is what it's going to be moving forward. And you've hosted challenges in the group and you nurture the group very, very well. So, you know, don't worry if you had a group and it's been sitting dormant for a little while and you're like, well, I don't really do that thing anymore. You can change it up. Don't be afraid to kick out the men. <laughs> <laughs> Or whatever it is that you need. <laughs> exactly. Or whatever that is for you. If it was about health and wellness originally, and now you focus more on business or whatever it is, right? You can shift those groups. It's kind of like the email list as well. Anyone who unsubscribes, it's actually great because you want to connect with people who want to hear from you. You want to connect with people who love what you have to offer. And if you have evolved as an entrepreneur, your business has evolved then there are going to be some people who aren't going to grow along with you. And that's okay. And you, I I know I keep feeling, and then you, Kelsey, (laughs) (laughs) you've just been so freaking helpful in my journey at this point to get me to the next level. But I remember initially I was also like, well, gosh, there's so many different platforms. I don't want to spend all my time on social media. That's not my goal. So it's like, how do you treat your personal page different than your group, different than your email list? And I feel like just in conversations with you, I don't spend a ton of time and effort thinking about it, it just kind of naturally is like, this one goes to the personal, that one goes to the email, this one goes and like, it's become way less effortful and more easeful to just be like, this is for the group. This is for this. This is for the newsletter. I'm going to connect them to the group. And that was because of conversations that we've had. Yeah. And it's, I think it's about an intention with the Facebook group, intention with the email as intention with social media. When the intention is clear, and of course, repurposing, we always love to repurpose, but there is sometimes a different intention that actually, like you said, there, there's a little more ease. Because I remember you're like, I have this group. And I was like, how many people? And I think at that time, it was like 1,500 or something. And I was like, what are you talking about? We need to do something with this group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're not all my Facebook friends. I mean, you. there's another example of you, like, let's go in and look at the quantitative data, but let's also look at the qualitative data. It's like, how many people, and I don't remember what it was. Was it like a third, I think, were not my Facebook friends or something like that? It's like, well, that's a lot of people. That's 500 people, you know? Like, Yeah, and then now we've been a little more, again, intentional with what you put on your personal profile and then what you offer in your group. And being a part of the group, it's it's a little juicier. There's some stuff in there that you don't get from your personal profile, where before it was kind of all on your personal profile. And it's catering now to those women who are your ideal clients. So it makes a lot of sense. Yay. Thank you. This was so much fun. I feel like we could talk for like another hour. I feel like we could too. <laughs> I'll have to have you come back maybe after you had your retreat at Anamaya and you can yeah. tell us all about it. Yeah. All the lessons learned. Thank you so much for being my guest. 
I feel like you're a friend. I feel like, I know you and I have talked about this too. It's like, there's client relationship, there's friendships, but I'm like, oh my God, Heather's my girl. I love her so much. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel so honored that I get to be a part of your journey and, you know, you allow me into your life and your business. And that means so much to me. And thank you for coming on and talk about that today. Yes. And thank you for just being such a beautiful support in my life. And I will say for anyone out there, like I would not just go to anyone, right. When you're talking about your mind drama stuff, like it's very vulnerable to share those things. So I just know that you are someone that just holds everyone, not just me, but everyone that you work with in such a beautiful, compassionate place of love and strategy for how to move forward. And um, yeah, you're just amazing. And one day we'll meet in person because I know met in person. We've never met in person. I can't wait to give you a big hug. Maybe I'll be able to come to Anamaya in April. Yes. Yeah, that would be amazing. Well, thank you so much. And I would love to have you on again. Yeah, for sure. Anytime. And anyone that is needing support, Kelsey's your girl. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Thank you, love. For anyone else who's listening, thank you so much for listening. Go and check out Heather. Be part of her Facebook group. And I look forward to connecting with you next time. Ciao for now. Hey, if you are ready to grow your business, serve more people and make more money, then I'd like to invite you to join my mastermind for female wellness entrepreneurs. If you are a life coach, a yoga teacher, retreat leader, fitness expert, massage therapist, or healer, join this amazing group of women who are working towards becoming unstoppable as they grow their businesses. You will learn what it takes to start making at least $10,000 per month consistently. Just head over to KelseyMatheson.com, click on work with me at the top of the homepage and sign up to the mastermind for wellness entrepreneurs. Let's start working together to grow your business. I'll see you inside. Also, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please share this with another female entrepreneur who might need some love and support. And of course, if you haven't already, I would be so grateful if you subscribe, rate, and review my show on your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you next week.